welcome everybody. This is uh, episode 11 of uh, the Watchoma Talks. And uh, this time we are in Bratislava with Peter Gabris. Am I yes. saying good? Yes. Gabris? Yes. And uh, this is the first ever episode of Watchoma on Tours. So there will be other episodes also somewhere in the world where we're going to meet with interesting people. And so far in the first uh, 10 episodes, we were talking about all kinds of uh, interesting uh, professional and personal transformations. And uh, it was not different with Peter neither, because he spent almost 20 years in, in the professional fintech world in different kind of positions. Nowadays, he is a investor and startup mentor, if I'm saying correctly. Yeah. But the interesting stuff is that I met him in Poland in the Wim Hof uh, base camp in uh, last January. And whoever heard about the Iceman, they know that he's talking about spirit and soul and no ego, we go. So that's an interesting aspect and a an, uh, very fascinating question. How on earth a fintech guy ends yeah. at the Wim Hof uh, base camp? How yeah. did it start? So hi guys, uh, I really appreciate this opportunity to share some of my experience and uh, views on uh, how the life uh, brings you to uh, very strange places like what you said about Wim Hof. So I guess we're gonna get deep deeper into that but uh, basically uh, the story is very simple. Uh, I've been uh, I've been working like a dog for many years and uh, and it was always like going up and down, up and down, or basically always on the way up. That's what I thought that time. That's the important thing to go up all the time. Until I crashed. Yeah. So, and uh, I guess we're gonna talk about more about uh, my crash uh, a little more. But uh, but uh, thanks to the crash, I actually got to meet fabulous people like the Iceman Wim Hof, like yourself and many, many other great people. And uh, I started really transforming many things in my life after, after things have happened the way they had. Yeah. So, so we can talk about uh, that. Um, and, um, and uh, nowadays I would say I'm more on the on that journey than than the up journey so mm -hmm. my journey is like wide open to every day and see mm. what happens rather than you know my only life goal is to you know just uh, earn as much as possible and get everybody pissed so I'm the king mm. you know so mm. that's no that's still part of my ego which I'm hoping and working with quite a bit but uh, that's definitely no longer my purpose. Yeah. So you mean with up and up and up, uh, they say the corporate ladder, right? Going up or yeah. then also other layers to yeah. that in society to, you know, move to certain place or, you know, uh, compete with the neighbors even. Yeah. It's all, all the same package, not just the, the work, but also then the personal life. Yeah. I guess there is a lot of uh, overlap. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, would I would confirm that, you know, the corporate life for the good and bad is something which actually drives you do things you don't understand why you're doing it with. And there is no disrespect to that kind of way of work, working or living. It's just that it's a machinery which you either follow that and leave that or you out. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I worked on such autopilot that I didn't even think that there is a, some other way of living. So, so as we all and many of us live on autopilot, my autopilot was bringing me to the corporate level ladder. And, you, you know, I got a big corporate job uh, with international responsibility and traveled 
Yeah, I just met. Yeah, I just mentioned a couple of days ago. I remembered, you know, spending two days in Sydney on a business trip is kind yeah. of like, uh, why would you, why would you do that, right? Yeah. So, so th those kind of things. So, so and of course you do it because it's needed, and and you just live that life, and suddenly you you realize that you know five or ten years of of your life are gone, and and only then you realize that your family. So sort of, it's only part of it. It's not like like a pillar of yeah. your life, if you know what I mean. It's more like On you have decided yeah. to go that route, yeah. and you are enabler for me to achieve yeah. this. And for the crazy, I mean, when I look at it now, it's just yeah. completely crazy. So how can you? And then you look at everybody as a vehicle for you to achieve something you yeah. decided to achieve. And uh, and uh, normally I don't even think about that past uh, yeah. much. Uh, it's all gone. So I'm not trying to really yeah. deep dive, digging in, into into the past. But sometimes when friends or, or like yourself asking me about that, I'm just thinking about it, what kind of crazy life mm. that was and and after the, what i call the crash was my burnout then i completely turned everything upside down mm. and brought me here actually i i guess if i didn't burn out we would never meet yeah. i would never meet the iceman because it would just not be on the on, radar on yeah. the radar yeah. for me to achieve even bigger job more money and all yeah. that so so uh so now it's uh, much more uh how to say free life um, freedom is of course very uh, subjective uh, subjective, yeah. uh, subjective uh, term however what it means for all of us is that the more you get inside yourself the more you feel that that you live in a cage and mm. when you can step out from the cage only when you decide to mm. live out of the cage so so and I, and I'm really appreciate all those years living that life yeah. because that would never, you know, that would most likely never brought me here and and would yeah. not kind of consider living a different life. Yeah. So that's a very interesting thing because at the other Vachama talks and uh, most of the discussions in Wageningen and uh, are about giant uh, corporates, uh, huge companies, and yeah. we just don't know what is happening up there. What are the the leaders' mindset up there? Mm. What is their motivation? How can they do that? You know, mm. and it's very interesting to step in the shoes of a leader who was there, mm. and to see that uh, there is, there are also costs. It's not just about the high salary, the power, and sometimes fame, what some of the CEOs have, yeah. but there are also some difficult steps. Like you get into this tunnel zone uh, or tunnel view. Mm. And the time goes pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. What other more difficulties you have? Uh, I guess huge responsibility. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was a CEO, so I had hundreds and hundreds of people under me, yeah. and I had many countries, um, basically all Central Europe. So like hundred plus million people in uh, financial technologies, banking, and so. So a lot of operational exp uh, exposure, it's a lot of responsibility for people. You know, you get some somebody from the headquarters cutting your cost by five, ten percent, mm. which layoffs, and then you grow, and then you hire people. So you need to hire hundred people over a year, three years down the road. Yeah. You need to get rid of hundred people and all that ups and downs. But, but as I said, I, I really uh, I'm thankful for that experience and particularly my family because my family was, you know, kids and my wife who was really supporting me in whatever I decided to do. And, uh, and I just didn't realize how that all has happened and uh, how 10 years uh, mm. went by. And, uh, and I feel really, um, um, I, you know, I... I can step into the shoes of those people who mm -hmm. run these big companies. It's not easy. On the other hand, there, you know, so there are benefits, but 
as someone said I mean money will not buy you yeah. happiness so yeah. so uh, you have all that responsibility you have all that money but uh, you pay either with your mental health or or your kids grow up without you noticing so yeah. that will never come back because yeah. they are suddenly teenagers and you just don't realize yeah. I'm not saying that really happened to to me because I was really trying to be with the with the with the little girls as much as I could but uh, but uh, I I could have spent more time with them and um, and I'm trying to to, to do that now and um, and and ha have more time with them now but so so you you always have like the you know the balance yeah. so if you put something in your career like this always it's yeah. you you losing somewhere else yeah. and uh, and I, I was lucky enough that uh, that uh, my burnout came uh, which was after my corporate life so then i went to to london work for a for a for a uh, now quite significant uh, venture fund and uh, we worked like nice and days um, nights and days and uh, traveled a lot and left my family here traveled to london and us and other places and suddenly it was just uh, <laughs> Mm. just no energy and uh, had to stay home half a year and and that was again my f family who supported me because I was basically unable to function as uh, as you know it so no reading newspapers no watching TVs I couldn't sort of uh, function for for multiple months but again very positive thing yeah. which could have happened great thing because I started reading uh, started with Dalai Lama yeah. and ended up with Michael Singer yeah. and through Eckhart Tolle and all these fabulous uh, people with uh, with uh, with great spirits and uh, and also in uh, Wim Hof who is uh, who is a fantastic and phenomenal uh, motivator and uh, who who has created a method which part of which is basically putting you into different dimensions so so the it's not about the cold yeah. as we know it yeah. it's not about the breathing those are enablers to go inside yeah. and feel much better and that helps in everyday life and uh, so you mentioned that you started with uh, basically philosophy and psychology mm -hmm. the reading all yeah. about and also spiritual uh, books and uh, but uh, the Wim Hof was the first uh, practical thing what you started to apply or were there any mm -hmm. other uh, yoga exercises or yeah I started yoga probably a year before I started Wim uh, Wim Hof uh, methods um, I was kind of like looking for a, a way to get some cold exposure mm -hmm. with some scientific background so mm -hmm. I didn't want to, a lot of people here are just jumping into the cold water mm -hmm. and sort of have a competition who stays longer mm -hmm. which I found kind kind of uh, yeah to put it mindly uh, dangerous because yeah. and then it, they run around the lake and yeah. sort of have you know 15 20 minutes in a in a plus four degree water and then start running around the lake um, wow. it's, uh, now i know how dangerous that could are be are there many injuries when people do that well there are some i mean yeah, yeah there are a couple of people who died actually out of uh, out of that uh uh, on heart attacks and, and some some other problems so so I, I was looking for something scientifically and then a friend of mine who is also a food enthusiast has written uh, yeah. an article about Wim and then there was another guy who was certified teacher and I, I immediately jumped on this mm -hmm. and got uh, the 10-week course uh, then I signed up for uh, the Poland uh, adventure that yeah. was uh, two years ago and uh, and and of course uh, then I went even further that I wanted to become a instructor so we that's how yeah. we met on our instructor course so I've done all the whole uh, cycle and I yeah and I practice almost every day also the breathing yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. uh, breathing is great and um, uh, trying to you know spread it around and uh, also with another fellow instructor we done a couple of uh, courses already so basically, I'm a support for him because he's mm -hmm. doing it as a as a 
as a way of life or mm -hmm. you know how he how he um, um, what he does is uh, is being mm -hmm. an instructor so, so yeah. I'm helping him uh, on some courses and do you follow also the because the the spirit and uh, personal development part is clear and the Wim Hof part is also clear but there is also another wave or other uh, terminology how many people call these exercises like biohacking are you into oh, that okay. to, to some extent to you know with uh, different kind of uh, coffees teas uh, or uh, brain yeah. waves yeah like these uh, lights are you also into that or the, not your, really. your, your main tool is no, the not 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 really all, all i changed was that i stopped eating meat which yeah. is not a hundred percent thing again i sometimes eat fish and sometimes even eat meat when when i feel like yeah. i'm on a party with old friends eating meat once uh, or you know once in a couple of uh, weeks so i have it so i'm not really religious about it yeah. but I would not uh, eat meat if I don't have to. And the reason that this, uh, the same friend of mine, who is, by the way, also a Wim Hof uh, Method instructor, hmm. who is a, who, who is a long-term uh, vegetarian, even vegan. So I started, and I was really heavy me meat eater, so hmm. I ate uh, meat basically all the time. So I, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, I started, so I tried for like a week or 10 days the level of energy was uncomparable yeah because the body was obviously not so busy with uh processing uh, yeah. processing meat so and i and now i feel it so when i decide uh when i i almost always take the conscious decision uh, okay i will eat meat with the and i know that the day after yeah. will be little i will be a little more not not so uh up to speed which is okay i mean yeah. we don't have to be uh, uh you know life is not uh perfect but and for, nothing for is perfect in so. a social environment exactly sometimes so. it's easier just to go so, for the so so but i'm not into the other things uh you know i you know i look quite a bit on science um we also i happen to also invest in one of the so local lifestyle clinics mm -hmm. which is all about how your um how your diagnosis comes from your lifestyle so yeah. it's basically civil civilization diseases like yeah. diabetes like uh like obesity like uh Cardiovascular, uh, cardiovascular problems like burnouts the reason i i have helped this uh, uh this friend of mine is that that he actually helped me so much also when i when i had the burnout so it yeah. has it actually took me one year to to recover so i was with him every week and trying to really get get out of the shit so 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 and i strongly believe that the more consciousness people will become of uh, what how they live and what's actually wrong with them the less they will take just the painkillers or the chemical uh, you know pills short-term solutions. Short, short yeah. solutions because this will come back and the amount of the allergies and you know food these food-like diseases is just a I, I just just insane so uh, so back to your question I, i'm not into that biohacking kind of i i know what it uh, what it seems to be yeah. but i kind of more follow that you know this is a good trend in terms of there's a, a science behind so i now i'm uh, i'm a little more into meditation yeah. and uh, and basically when you look at how many studies on so many diseases are behind us sitting on our butt for five minutes and meditate and yeah. how more healthy you can be with just yeah. five five or 15 minutes a day it's just amazing and there are hundreds and hundreds of studies on that yeah so that that is more than i'm into and but i'm also aware of other things but this is more what i'm yeah. what i'm actually following at the moment yeah. and the nutrition part uh, that came uh, later having been surrounded by wim hof people or this other mentor friend uh, no that was much uh, that, that was like three four years ago yeah. so 
No, it, it was just I tried that for a week. Yeah. And uh, you kind of never, never go back because mm. you just feel so different. I tried it literally for a week or 10 days and I said, I'll give it a try because this yeah. friend of mine told me, you know, he was basically showing me how, how great he felt. And I tried it and basically I never got back into the mode I was before. And uh, I feel much better. And uh, c can you also measure it with your performance when you run or, or do some exercise or working out? Or did you just well, get the I, feeling? Yeah, I quite changed. I used to sport a lot. So mm -hmm. like almost every day I had to do something. Uh, my wife would say that uh, I'm still doing every day something, mm -hmm. but I exchange it for yoga. Mm -hmm. So so basically I I do, you know, once, uh, once a week uh, I do like 2k of swimming or two mm -hmm. and a half nice. and uh, and basically five seven k of run and that's about it and the rest I do yoga so I do yoga at least two three times a week but I also do a little bit of Tai Chi I must mm -hmm. admit so that's also uh, another friend of mine is a is a basically Tao yoga teacher so and for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically working with energy and how you can actually work that you actually can become um, a portal of energy, which comes yeah. from the earth all the mm -hmm. way to to uh, to <coughs> to the sky. So you can you can do various um, basically energizing. So so the level of energy you have you can increase by doing some very old 3000 years old uh, uh, exercises from Chinese yoga. So I do a little bit of that. So when I don't have time in the morning, that takes me only 15 minutes. Yeah. You can get energized, uh, but I do a proper one and a half, two hour yoga, two, three times a week. Wow. Wow. And that's, that's amazing because then you're, you just go from there and you all portals open yeah. and it just goes like, it's yeah. completely open. That's that's uh, that's fantastic, and it only takes a year or two uh, yeah. really get to uh, to completely different feeling from yoga because yoga from beginning is quite hard, yeah. and there is a lot of sort of um, um, interpretation of yoga being a, a physical exercise. Mm -hmm. Of course, it is, but it's all yoga, as we know, is basically uh, how you how you connect with yourself and 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 that is that is amazing i would yeah i would never sort of and that's also the shift because yeah. before it was like how you know i do like a half a marathon and yeah. it's great and i i admire and it's all great sport yeah. it's just not so much for me anymore yeah. so it is more that i'm doing stuff which connects the connects myself with myself yeah so I can connect with others. And that's really helpful because when you are connected with yourself, then you can much easier connect yeah. with others. So be, that's basically yourself. And then it's exactly. easier. Yeah. You are with, in ease with yourself. Yeah. yeah. So that's what actually you are uh, shooting out my questions. Like, okay. <laughs> nice. Because I, I wanted to ask uh, actually that, uh, how do you, what, what was your shift? You just explained it, but I was also, uh, it was also on the list uh, of my questions that uh, how can you use uh, what you have learned in the last couple of mm -hmm. years in your professional life when you deal with startups, with, uh -huh. when you mentor them or when you invest in them, uh -huh. uh, how can you apply all of this knowledge besides just uh, being stable as a, as a person and being calm and uh, you know mm -hmm. open? Mm -hmm. How can you interact or how can you uh, kind of uh, transmit mm -hmm. those teachings to the startups? Because yeah. it's also a very stressful uh, lifestyle. It is. It is. And I really, really admire uh, the courage of people doing this because it's like very fashionable word. Like everybody is in startup. It's all like fashionable, right? right. Um, we started working with startups about, well, it must be nine, nine or ten years uh, in London, which was quite new to me when uh, when we started working with them. It was not named fintech that time. It was yeah. like a, some crazy, uh, 
young people trying to disrupt the big bangs and everybody yeah. was laughing like uh you know like what these little guys yeah. we are the big bangs and now it's very different when you yeah. look at uh we also go to amsterdam uh in in two weeks on a on a largest like a fin financial technology startups and uh and banks and financial institutions uh, conference, which will be in Amsterdam. Yeah. And and I've been going to those conferences last probably eight years or 10 years. And it went all the way from the arrogancy to like, okay, to the, how can we work together? Yeah. So, nice. so, but back to the startups, I really admire people uh, like all people, but particularly people who start a business having the courage to actually leave everything behind and do something and it's like people here would be able to tell you how every week it's different one week you're completely down depressed yeah. that it's all going down the drain and the other week it's going oh this is going to be great and long-term business yeah. and you go like this ups and downs and then you don't have money you have money for you know three weeks and then you need to get some funding and you've been working on that for the last couple of months and it's just uh, someone said no i'm not investing and then everything falls apart so a lot of uh, a lot of complicated and complexity so yeah. when you have a stable job you just do yeah. nine to five then it's like okay you work in a small company you don't work nine to five you have a little more risk but this is like hundred percent risk I know. I know. so that's uh, that's exactly you know what i'm talking yeah. about so 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 and um and your question was how i'm trying to uh yeah but you yeah i'm mentoring trying, them yeah. or you know as a also as an investor you are yeah. kind of uh, keep an eye on them and uh, yeah so giving them advice yeah so so that basically two ways by far i'm not always calm so i'm yeah. not sort of like <laughs> the one who is like calm and everything is excellent it goes Send down out. the drain <laughs> and no but it's by far not there yeah. but i must admit i feel much like way calmer than before like yeah. uh i don't know uh, but thousands of percent compared yeah. the way i could get triggered like this and start shouting out of uh, yeah. so th that's improved and 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 this is exactly what these guys need. They don't yeah. need another sort of hyper knowing everything uh, kind of guy who is telling them how stupid they are. They didn't yeah. do this or that. Uh, what they need is really, okay, this is, let's, these are the emotions. This is the problem. Yeah. How can we focus on the problem? Yeah. And can we sort of separate things out? And have one, you know, one problem at a time, and try to solve it. So, what's the most urgent problem? How do we? What's the, you know, how can we figure it out? Yeah. And I, and I actually like that the unknown sort of yeah. like I've been always kind of like doing things nobody else wanted to do because they were over risky or crazy mm. or yeah. even in the corporate world I was the one on the new sort of. Like lines of business yeah. like new lines yeah. of business nobody everybody wanted to have like a you know this is my business how can i grow it by yeah. by five percent they uh, wanted to have the blueprint the, exactly. the, the secret formula so i was i was yeah. more on the on the side okay so this is a green field how can i build a house rather than yeah. you know how can i slowly build one floor on top of my house kind of so so that's why i like what I'm doing now and uh, and uh, there's a lot of great and motivated people around who, who you know whom we can exchange energy so it's all yeah. about how can we exchange energy and yeah. someone is down how can you help him and and vice versa because we always go up and down yeah. energy level shifts all the time mm. you great you know two hours later you might be completely down because that's the way it is and yeah life changes uh, yeah, that's the only constant. Um, everything change. changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I always uh, say to myself and to my surroundings when it's about uh, starting a startup, that is basically comparable to start a psychological warfare mm. against yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's also the part of the game. Uh -huh. Otherwise, uh -huh. if there is no no challenge, uh, 
if you get everything uh, easy on an easy way, there is no no fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. So that pays off in the end, in the long long run, mm -hmm. and that also builds courage, I guess. Yeah. What people can also use later on in another part of life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that that changing part is also like it's. We just uh, mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to step back as an observer. Like, okay, yeah. I'm feeling bad. No, I know it. At, at <laughs> least when you catch this moment that you admit it, uh -huh. that oh, then okay, this is part of part of the game. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. Uh, it's it wouldn't be interesting at all if you would be constantly in one one zone. Uh -huh. Because then uh, yeah, it just uh, gets to. I can you. Can you do it to go to go a little and and act as an observer? Because sometimes it's quite difficult that, that you are so in involved in the in the problems that it's very difficult for yeah for everybody to step step. Yeah, uh, sometimes step out, I yeah. also need these uh, yeah. uh, exercises. I I r really still use uh, running as a meditation. Uh -huh. For me, it's like uh, excellent. It's super comparable when I'm doing meditation and I like it because uh, because I sit a lot and I'm indoor a lot then whenever it's a good weather in the Netherlands then I just go out and hit the forest mm. and uh, that helps me a lot and I also I also feel like I'm a kind of uh, antenna like uh, having these vibrations and having great ideas why I'm uh, running like uh, collecting or sucking it from the universe like uh -huh. uh, kind of a magnet uh -huh. like zoom. oh jeez and uh, from that on i have this flow a natural flow mm -hmm. but of course there are days when i cannot wake up there was some other injury or bad weather or i have to skip the the training because i have to have a meeting in the morning then I can have these uh, so-called pity parties. Yeah. But then, okay, what am I? What am I uh, doing? Like, okay, it's part of the game because uh, if the sun would always uh, shine, then it would be also like, yeah, it's not that. Uh, I I love summer. It's not uh, nothing against summer, but uh, that would be also boring. Mm -hmm. uh, so. That's why, for example, back to the Wim Hof, yeah. like uh, I always felt, oh, I'm a, a kind of Mediterranean guy mm -hmm. uh, who happened to born uh, in Hungary and uh, then live in, that happened to live in the Netherlands. And I was, uh, when it was winter time, I was, I was more in the dark side because of the weather, because of the, you know, uh, dark outside, like very short days. Mm. And since the Wim Hof, I also embrace the cold and embrace yeah. the change. Yeah, yeah, There's, uh, that's really transformational for many people. Yeah. No, f uh, yeah, it's also like I'm wearing just a t-shirt and a shorts uh, yeah. all year round. And it's easy getting minus 10 here. So, yeah, yeah sometimes people look at me li like I'm crazy. Also, like there's a pile of restaurants here, so yeah. so these uh, wait waiters guys they ask me why would you know, why do you go why you know in the winter time why do you go in shorts yeah and you just uh, aren't you cold and yeah I am cold but it doesn't matter yeah it's about the mind yeah and and of course you get cold uh, and and that's okay but I mean as you guys probably know. In the Wim Hof uh, courses, you actually learn how to how to create uh, the warmth yourself. So, so it's all about the focus and how you actually create the heat yourself. And that's a great exercise because then you actually help the you know the veins to to work out, yeah. um, and and that's that's really healthy. So that's yeah. the only reason to do it. I have the cold showers every day, yeah. but uh, what do you do uh, besides cold showers? I have heard your lake, uh, you, you go in the winter time uh, yeah, to yeah, swim yeah. in the lake, but... Uh, yeah, we have a lake close by our house, yeah. and uh, yeah, and in the summer last year, we uh, another instructor friend has like a freezer, mm -hmm. so we were going into the freezer, uh, and yeah, cold showers, and and... You know what is funny about this? It's it. It is 
meant to be for cold exposure, but last year we were on a vacation in Greece. It was it was extreme hot. It was 45 or 47 degrees in Athens, yeah. beginning of July. And I was just not sweating. So, mm. you know, because the adaptation of the body to to the extremes yeah. are much, much better. Yeah. So it was quite... And of course, I I knew that Bean was running all this marathon on a desert with no yeah. water. But he's a crazy guy. But <laughs> but then I realized that it actually works. So 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 for all of you who are hesitating uh, to do a Wim Hof training, you should do it because it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what will be the next challenge for you? Uh, do you, because you completed all of the, the Wim Hof tours. Yeah. No. Uh, you also organize some some yeah. uh, uh, tours for by yourself and mm -hmm. some some friends. It can be very, uh, yeah, crazy yeah. sometimes when it's yeah, yeah. a snowstorm on the top of the mountain, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. in the Tatra here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you feel that uh, there is uh, still missing from your list, or there is some something what mm. uh, is uh, maybe the next chapter would be because it's yeah. all about growing and trying out mm -hmm. uh, things. Yeah, just to be, I, I, I don't have a list. Mm -hmm. uh, I just uh, kind of take life as is. What's gonna be tomorrow? It's great, and I just would like to uh, increase the amount of calmness, mm -hmm. which when it's in me, then I can also transfer, transfer or be with others. So. So basically, cultivate my calmness mm -hmm. and cultivate the kindness to others. And the more I can observe what's happening in terms of emotions and this and that, like you giving me a camera, I feel it's coming up here, mm -hmm. it's cool, it's great. Yeah. How can I cultivate this in a level that that I'm here also not for, you know, for it's okay that I'm calm, but that's not the purpose. The purpose is that you work with people, you help people when they when they need it, and you actually cultivate uh, the kindness to others. And that's basically the only list I have. So, and, and I'm sure there will be lots of challenges which yeah. will actually trigger all that. And it will be yeah. just storms and here and back and forth, crazy. I will be very nervous and ups and downs. Yeah. That is all great because that's what brings you the growth. And I now already can sort of uh, much better watch my thoughts, watch my emotions, and sometimes it just burns and just yeah. I'm shouting uh, <laughs> and my daughter, teenage, lovely beauties and uh, and and but but it's okay. you just uh, watch that. So so what is mainly on my list is basically how you can enjoy it every day yeah. and 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 basically sometimes the mind is telling you you should not do this or do that so it just basically work with that and and i don't know what life brings me maybe i will work with you for the mm. rest of my life maybe <laughs> i will you know i don't know i, I what life brings me I'll, I'll try to handle it in a calm and and basically uh cope with it in a in a smart way and smart way i don't mean to outsmart somebody yeah. that was my previous life this is in a smart way that I feel it is right to do. Yeah. And that's not easy because then you actually feel it much, you know, just my father and probably everybody's father or mother was saying, listen to your, listen to your um, common sense. Yeah. But we never sort of define what the common sense is. Yeah. So, so my life purpose is to live by the common sense yeah. and and basically try to get rid of the ego and all that shit again yeah. around. Basically feel that if I work with this person, I know it's the right thing to do. And I feel it. Yeah. And that's very difficult to do, actually, because there's sometimes their mind is saying, no, you can't earn enough money from yeah. this guy. You should not work with this guy. Right. Yeah. And you and, and I would like to be able to say, OK, that's bullshit. I feel connected with yeah. this person. I want to work with this person. Yeah. That kind of 
I don't know if I answered your question. I, but that's I that. pretty much uh, get what you mean because, for example, there are these books from Robert Greene and these other uh, communication and marketing guys with how to talk with people mm -hmm. and how uh, the Robert Greene was uh, writing books about how the the royal courts were uh, doing these uh, all kind of uh, conspiracies and who uh, the inner like historical figures uh -huh. who who were they pulling the the strings and i was like jesus christ it's very nice that he writes it down like uh, step by step uh -huh. how did they do like napoleon or uh, whatever these guys like uh, uh, analyzed it yeah yeah but I mean to learn it and even uh, I mean my heart I mean it's just very, so far from me to to learn it to apply mm -hmm. it and it's even far for me to just learn everything as a not as a practitioner just as someone who wants to avoid it mm -hmm. and that's that's uh, was the that was the point when actually I was listening a Wim Hof podcast and I just realized that geez man there is this shitload of books out there how mm. to manipulate and how to influence and all yeah, of this yeah. and communication but how mm. much easier would it be to have those yeah. core instincts mm. what we actually have in there and to actually get from the first sight that uh, based on feelings mm. if i want to work or not mm. yeah but sometimes it's difficult to understand whether that's feelings or whether that's yeah, or a different agenda or logics i know i know but if that's yeah. why we have to develop those yeah. because for example i was also uh, there was a guy uh, like 500 years ago one of the the leaders of uh, matthias uh, king 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 matthias and he was uh, so you can still visit his uh, tower where he lived and uh, the castle and he couldn't even read mm. like there were leaders a couple of hundred years ago mm. who were not able to read and and write and they were probably great leaders yeah, yeah. and they were and they had those instinctual uh, mm -hmm. feelings mm -hmm. who if someone was lying to them or someone wanted to bet betray them they then they, they like yeah they just uh, cut them half <laughs> <laughs> so that was the other yeah, half, yeah, other yeah. other part of the story yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the retortion was they had, yeah different uh, methods yeah but the, what i wanted to yeah. ask that uh, do you meet sometimes with your previous self uh, when you feel mm -hmm. those energies or those when you see a certain character that you ah you mm -hmm. know like oh geez this is almost the guy and you <laughs> see how he reacts oh, and yeah. you would just uh, hug them and hey oh, brother yeah. like forget that shit <laughs> yeah skip uh, yeah skip 10 years no yeah. i do but uh yeah it's just i i know that it's very yeah, hard to yeah. influence them but yeah. but uh, the, just the recognition that you see yeah is it uh, happening yeah there's another learning which i kind of like because uh, in the previous life i was really trying to help people without them asking me to help yeah. So because yeah, yeah. I was the brightest, I knew everything. Yeah. And it has taken me years to realize that doesn't work. So yeah. so in this perfect example which you have asked about is that is happening to me quite often. And it is basically, you know, you need to step back, feel out what your mind is saying, you know, yeah. tell him that he's wrong, tell him that he's going to save 10 years of his life if he's not yeah. going to, but it doesn't work all you can do is to to work or become or be the example yeah so 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 that's that's what i'm trying to you know work and say and stick what what i say and do that what i say basically based on principle that you can only be the example for yeah. somebody and it can be only that person who will realize okay um you know i need help with this or that can you what, what's your view on how do we yeah. solve it so i so so I'm, I'm trying to be really um more relaxed and say okay these are the options this is what i would do yeah but basically it's up to you yeah. up to you to basically 
choose uh, choose one of the options yeah. because it's it just doesn't work uh, and it has taken me years years of my previous mistakes of yeah. making people do things they were not sort of yeah you know I, what I mean I like, when, when you yeah. recognize these patterns like yeah. oh, clear, I've, di I've yeah, done yeah, exactly yeah, the yeah. same so then this yeah. helpfulness it yeah. comes purely from the heart yeah. it's nothing wrong with that but of course uh, how they receive it it's a different mm. story mm. so that's why the, this other tactic was of being an example yeah. can be a much better way yeah. or it that's can be yeah. yeah that's all you can do uh, in a way because you know if some you know you can talk to people about that meditation for 10 hours but it, it just doesn't yeah. you know just yeah. doesn't work and what 15 minutes a day can do to your cal calmness yeah. is amazing so it's it just if someone uh, was you know so much excited about parachuting yeah and i'm scared of heights which actually yeah. i'm working on yeah. I, and i also did the jump and uh, yeah. Yeah, in the yeah, river yeah, yeah, you know cool. because yeah. i'm so scared yeah. like so because i'm trying to work with that yeah. and that's what i already decided so i can but 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 the example with the with the parachute is that the guy who is parachuting three times a week is telling me how exciting it is and i would tell him like dude i mean <laughs> i'm not doing this yeah. <laughs> you have your pleasure so yeah. so that's that's the thing it's it's very difficult to explain the feelings unless i decide i want to do parachuting you know yeah. if i want to feel that experience first to overcome the fear and then hopefully to ex actually enjoy it that's a different story yeah. so what's the purpose of doing it for me it would be just overcome the fear and maybe if i do the 10th jump maybe i start enjoying it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but for the guy who is doing it uh professionally he must yeah. love it so so it's the same with meditation it's hard for me to explain it to anybody unless that person decided okay this really works for so many people i'll give it a try and yeah. uh, and it's worth uh, doing um, it's just amazing and can you easily recognize someone who went through similar shift like yourself when you are in a financial meeting or a meetup or uh, well i yeah i think the people conference. i my f friends or colleagues from mm -hmm. the previous previous lives they are still more or less uh, working on the same uh, sort of autopilot mm -hmm. which i mean they were probably not lucky to burn out yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i don't sort of like which i don't uh, i don't want anybody to f to go through such a pain because yeah. it was really painful but i really look at it very positively so 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 they're living their lives as they do and 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 they have their everybody has his own autopilot yeah. so i'm still you know having a uh, coffee with the chocolate so because yeah. that's my autopilot yeah. and there you know you know i will recognize you in my autopilot as yeah. a wim hof instructor yeah because that's what the mind actually processes that yeah. looks at people with some sort of patterns which are based uh, sto stored on on your mind so so that's normal so it's like uh, most of people i know in the financial services industry are still having uh, bigger jobs and greater money and uh, and uh, and uh, living their lives uh, as they do um, so so it's okay I, and i meet them and i like them and it's it's all good i was in london the last week or the week before we 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 met with multiple my friends and they're all you know working extremely hard yeah. and uh and doing uh, building great companies so yeah. so it is all about the purpose if your purpose is to build great company uh and of course i mean there are people who build great companies and uh and sort of where where um you know have come through some sort of change so so but mostly they they work they work hard and build great companies and they get the fulfillment from achieving those yeah, plans yeah, yeah 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 but it's interesting because you you mentioned that uh, there is a new wave and everybody can see also the the cryptos and all of these other financial uh, new technologies which are also uh, more representing what you are saying 
so I see also on a bigger picture some some good uh, happening, some uh, positive, uh, not yeah. less ego driven. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a fact that uh, the financial industry is really undergoing a massive change, mm -hmm. like maybe maybe what music industry about ten years ago. Mm -hmm. But uh, unlike the music industry, where the old guys never sort of realized that someone is selling uh, songs on uh, App yeah. Store yeah. for a fraction of their uh, CDs amount, uh, the banks and large financial institutions realized it quite early. So they picked up and they actually leveraged the purchasing power they have because if someone has you know 50 70 million clients yeah it's different than for a startup who has 150 or 200,000 clients yeah. so um, but the but the giant never actually is able to create such a beautiful product uh, yeah. but the small guys they actually never have the power to have 10 million clients yeah. with some exceptions of course like uh you know yeah the sweets i said last week sold to paypal for two seven billion mm -hmm. so they are like little you know examples of small guys getting really big and scale mm -hmm. you know got massive scale but this is exception than than mm -hmm. a rule so the banks actually working with the startups they now and then buying them they create their own funds and then they you know, kind of like getting into their mm -hmm. sort of sphere of influence. So it's it's quite different than from the from the other industries, which were completely disrupted and basically failed completely. Yeah. Like the you know, like uh, like like in the music or some pieces also in the advertising industry, like what we see on yeah, now on Net Netflix. Media, yeah. yeah, social media yeah. and the whole marketing uh, marketing disruption. Uh, so the financial industry is really, but but when you say it's not so much about crypto because crypto is, uh, you know, it's still niche. It's not mm -hmm. very, it's not significant mm -hmm. in any way or form. It might become, but that would be would have to be decision of some you know big guys. Mm -hmm. It's more the blockchain which which disrupts a lot of technologies. So there is a lot of like middle middle men who mm -hmm. might be quite out of business very soon because of yeah. that technology but it will take 10 years yeah how do you see because now you are also aware on an energetic level uh, about yourself and the world how do you see money as a tool and as a, a kind of flow of energy what makes uh, the financial world and also us ourselves alive how it flows mm. how do you see it as an entity have you thought about that like you mean money as a like as a as a as vehicle a, or as, as a vehicle, yeah, and also maybe as a, as a like you know when you put the money somewhere, then uh -huh. you put your energy there, your attention right. there, and uh, uh -huh. you know uh, I'm in in Wageningen, I'm pretty much surrounded with uh, three hundred uh, kinds of people, and when they hear money, money, then it's like oh. We don't want to deal with that because it just uh, became so stigmatized. But I also see that money is more like uh, what we want to be. Mm -hmm. So we can make money as a tool. And in the big scheme, it doesn't have to be. It's not a bad thing. It can be... No, not at all. Yeah. I, yeah. I see money as an enabler. Yeah. Like the cold, like yeah. the breathing. Just, it's just what you... What you want that to become yeah it is not important it is important to eat and have little clothes and you know have you know money for for your family but that that's not the money we're talking about there's yeah. huge amounts of investment money which is basically not not needed in many ways mm. when you look at on on wall street and the amounts of money which are put into various products you have never heard of mm. like various certificates and this and that option contracts and 
option contracts on cryptocurrencies, so, no, so people never seen a cryptocurrency, so how can you make an option contract for, and so on. So there are thousands and thousands of products which generate money, which basically from the common sense doesn't make sense yeah. for them to create value. Yeah. So, so, so I'm not talking about like what we actually need. It is more about, you know, how do we constantly have our minds busy with how do we create more wealth out of the wealth we are already achieved yeah. and there's so it's crazy i, I mean yeah. when i when i hear that saying it's crazy by itself right yeah. and then you have you know a good two-thirds of the planet uh, you know living in poor conditions and 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 you know i don't know how many millions if not billions of people living under two dollars a, a day so and i'm not trying to say that this is something to you know to have the focus for me i just would like to would like to see more people realizing that all this sp spiral of you know us printing more money for the sake of us having a feeling that we have a, a, a different digit on the account it's just crazy yeah. and uh, and uh, and where I see money as an enabler is just to create environment that everybody has access to education and that people can realize that there's so many things we as humans do completely like nonsense like this money investment is one thing, but also what we do to earth and, and you know, how we, what we teach our kids. I mean, that's really crazy. We teaching them, I mean, completely unnecessary things for life. When you yeah. look at throughout the educational system and that comes from the best universities all the way to, to, you know, to, to elementary schools that we teach them to basically go up the ladder. Yeah just not being themselves and trying, you know, teaching them to feel themselves yeah. and feel what is right for them to do. It is more like, what do we hear others to do for us to be the most yeah. successful in terms of money? Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, you, you, you are not enough. Yeah, and you otherwise this, you're not this, enough. This you so, are not so, enough with exactly. all kinds of life. Like, uh, you don't have a, a, a good car, what we have in the commercial, you are yeah. not enough. Yeah. You have the house need, uh, not, uh, you are not enough. You are not uh, uh, a graduate from this university. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, so and, and I'm not saying that all education is wrong or anything like that. All I'm saying is that, that if we get money to, to be more invested into into the programs which will get people to realize themselves it's something which would be a great sort of uh, you know well spent money so people realize that okay this is who i am this is what i would like to do and it's not because of my teacher or my father told me that but because I feel this is my right skill set, and how do we, how do you, how do we work in a way that we work with the educational system, which actually supports the skill set, and and that's that's one area which interests yeah. me. So so if you ask me about money, I would like to look at sort of like hopefully a more and more conscious leaders who sit around the table and say, okay, we can allocate this amount of money on this kind of, um, you know, um, project, which will increase the consciousness of people. It's like what, you know, what Oprah is doing yeah. and, uh, and Deepak and Deepak Chopra. And I mean, these are Eckhart Tolle massively influential people we are not saying anything it's just that look inside yourself and and re you realize that this is what you want to do just do it and the rest will come i mean the money which you need the basic money will always come so it is not about my purpose is to you know have bigger and bigger account every year because that's 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 
that's the way it is. Uh, and that's like the whole system is actually pushing yeah. us to look at uh, our lives that way. And that's crazy. You, you see it uh, rightly also uh, from the educational part, but also the advertisement yeah. the industry. Because that's but uh, like being not enough and uh, having a certain need is what you need to run the uh, consumerist yeah the, the consumerism society. based uh, yeah. uh, economy and society mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i wanted to ask you one more question about uh, the booster labs yeah what kind of startups uh, are you dealing with uh, yeah so it's like uh, we are uh, innovation studio so we work yeah. with uh, large banks and um, telecom providers and other financial institutions to help them to bring uh, new products and services yeah. on the market so we take uh, uh, now we are working on, on, a, on a on a project that we take a product from the UK and we want to launch it and uh, you know in multi- well, starting from this market and hopefully to multiple markets in here so so we helping the corporate to bring something which would have taken them much longer to mm-hmm. to get yeah. on the market, and we helping the we helping the startup to grow because he would not have the the marketing and the capacity to actually get the, the users he can he can get through the, such a collaboration. So so that's what we do, and plus we have a couple of a uh, couple of other startups where there is no like collaboration with uh, with corporate partner, but we helping them to get more market share mm-hmm. get funding and and so on so there are there are a couple of them here uh, also early stage startups or yeah or it was all from scratch so okay. uh, a very early stage and uh, yeah that's what we do okay because we're gonna share the links uh, yeah yeah, the, yeah. Uh, feel free yeah, yeah sure so I think we touched upon all of the yeah. areas it was very pretty nice. broad thank you very much yeah I wish you. Uh, I yeah. I just would like to say that I've been uh, following you guys uh, for some time now, and I really wish uh, that you can get spread out as uh, far as possible. So, so these are the themes which will move people's awareness about the important things. Uh, yeah. And of course, the other things will follow, but uh, this is, uh, I feel, that's my view, yeah. um, much more important than anything else. Yeah. Thank you very much Thank for this opportunity. Much. Thank you. Ciao. Thank you.